guys, welcome back to my podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. I am Erica, and this week's episode is going to be another fun one where I'm going to be talking more about the environmental benefits to thrifting and shopping sustainably, and why I think everybody should be on the new wave of going out and finding clothes that someone else loved that you can now love. Thrifting is such an amazing way to shop and such a unique way to find clothing that honestly you're not going to see anyone else with. And I recommend it for everyone, whether you are a reseller or you are just a person who loves fashion and who wants to look outside of the box and be outside of the box. And um, I really do love thrifting. And that is the goal of this podcast and specifically for this episode. This is just going to be a reason why I think everyone should thrift. If you're listening to this podcast, I can 110% bet that you already thrift, but I wanted to give you guys some tips and some facts on why you should keep it up and why you should not change your stance on thrifting and maybe encourage some other people to start thrifting and shopping sustainably, especially in today's environment with, you know, a lot of climate issues going on. I know it's November in Florida um, and it was 90 degrees and I'm in North Florida and then in South Florida, um, the Miami area is flooding right now because of a hurricane, even though this is the latter half of hurricane season and it should be over by now we are still experiencing climate change. It is a very real thing. And there are some things that everyday people can do to stop climate change and to help the planet. And to me, one of the best ways that we can do that is to stop to shop sustainably. And um, yeah, if you are interested in listening to the rest of this episode, where I give you some really cool facts that should encourage you to continue to thrift, just keep on listening. So, again, thank you guys for joining me in this podcast episode. We're going to be talking about all things fashion. Um, as I have been talking about in my series, my Friday series, sometimes Saturday series um, of what sold this week, I have been talking a lot about how the vintage style is back and better than ever. Everybody wants a piece of the 90s. Everybody wants a piece of the 60s and 70s. Neutral colors are back in. Oversized vintage crewnecks are back and better than ever. It's crazy how, especially during the TikTok era where now we are exposed to people from other sides of the planet, of the world, of the nation, and the styles and the trends that they have in their areas. You know, East Coast people can see the styles of West Coast people, Southern people, Midwest. Um, and we are exposed to so many different fashion trends. And one thing that I have noticed is throughout the United States, thrifting is the best way to get the clothing if you want to be unique, if you want to be, you know, vintage style, if you want to be even like the academia vibes that are very in this fall for the collegiate crowd. Um Thrifting is anything and everything you could want if you want to find these awesome, awesome, awesome pieces um, to go into your closet or to sell online. And it's just something about thrifting because even when you go to Target and you see a really cute sweater that you love, there are still 15 more on the rack. So the chance of you seeing 
people wearing that other sweater that you really, really love is very high because at the end of the day, with fast fashion, you are going to see that on everybody. It's so quickly made also is that a lot of the times these items fall apart quickly and break quickly, have holes in them quickly. And a lot of vintage items, you're going to notice the way they made fashion back then just does not (laughs) hit the way that it hits now. With a lot of vintage items, I have so many uh, vintage sweatshirts that are from the 80s and 90s and have no holes in them. Um, are not worn out looking. The collar is still perfectly fine. And then I have some sweatshirts that are from modern day from the past couple of years. And it's like, they have holes in them. They have, you know, a lot of imperfections and it's just different when it comes to, when it comes to vintage shopping, when it comes to thrift shopping, because at the end of the day, especially with thrifting, you knew, you know, for a fact that someone else loved this piece but they gave it away. They had to give it up. They wanted something new. But basically, you're keeping that piece of clothing, the article of clothing alive, in my opinion, by allowing it to go through its next cycle of a life. Each clothing garment is so different and so beautifully made. And the fact to me This one just blew my mind. The fact number one that I wanted to share is that the apparel and footwear industries account for a combined estimate of 8% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions and fashion is the third highest polluting industry in the world, in the world, (laughs) which is absolutely crazy to me, but also it's so believable. Because at the end of the day, you're going to go into Forever 21 and you're going to see, honestly, hundreds, if not thousands of pieces of clothing that are honestly cheaply made. And that's so much fabric being used, not to mention all the water that goes into the fashion industry that is not replenished all the time on the earth. And... Once you outwear, you wear out a Forever 21 top that is cheaply made and not going to last you too long, you throw it out and then it goes into a landfill. That's just so crazy to me. That is so crazy to me that we all have hundreds of, a lot of people have hundreds, you know, some people have, you know, tens of clothing items in their personal closets. And a lot of the items do get thrown away. Some of them get thrifted, will get donated to thrift stores. However, that doesn't make it any better because a lot of the thrift stores are going to end up throwing out this stuff anyways because there's a surplus of clothing. At the end of the day, clothing honestly can last forever. There's so many clothing pieces from the 80s and 90s. And then they're still producing clothing in the 2000s. So there's thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of clothing around the world that people aren't using, aren't wearing, aren't doing anything with. So sometimes they end up throwing it away and putting it in the landfills where trash ends up collecting and collecting and collecting just of clothing and adding to the world's pollution. It is crazy to me. One thing that I saw a lot of on TikTok this summer was thrift store gentrification. A lot of people kept talking about how resellers are thrifting items that only poor people can 
use because it's at a thrift store. Therefore, they're gentrifying the thrift stores because places like Goodwill and other community thrift stores have been known to increase the prices of the items that are being sold. First of all, I am a person of color. I am nowhere rich, never have been. And I can tell you, first of all, the only people that don't, the only people that shop at thrift stores are people that want to be there. Just because you're poor, that does not mean you have to shop at a thrift store. First of all, that argument is so classist. I see it all the time on TikTok where people are saying gentrifying thrift stores. And second of all, this is, that's the company's fault. In my opinion, if a company like Goodwill increases their prices because more people are shopping there, the blame needs to be on the company. Goodwill, at the end of the day, is still getting their items for free. These thriftsters are still getting their items for free. They are paying nothing to get their items in, and they are increasing the prices to increase their profit. It has nothing to do with people like resellers who want to get an item that they know they can flip and put food on their table. Some people are saying that resellers are, you know, rich white people who love capitalism or whatever. And that is not at all true. There are so many people. Being a reseller is something, honestly, anyone can do. Anyone can do. And I do get the argument in a certain sense of there are some clothing items that maybe you don't need to pick up. If it's a big coat, I'm not going to pick that up because I know somebody else can wear that. And a lot of the jackets and the sweatshirts that I do resell in my mystery box, some of them I don't pick up at all because I know that somebody else would really love to have that. And I get that 110%. But the argument of thrift store gentrification personally doesn't sit right with me, knowing that the fashion industry causes so much of the world's pollution and is single-handedly a part of a lot of the climate change issues going on in the world. That's crazy. Another fact that I wanted to throw out going into what I'm talking about right now about thrift store gentrification is a 2016 McKinsey report revealed that three-fifths of clothing items will end up in the incinerator or landfill within a year after being produced. Three-fifths. Three-fifths of clothing items will end up in a landfill within a year. Because I don't know if you guys has you guys have seen the Goodwill bins, but the Goodwill bins is sort of like the last stop for clothing. You know, it ends up at the Goodwill store, and then it goes to the Goodwill bins, and then after the Goodwill bins, that's when it gets sent to the landfills. If it doesn't sell at the Goodwill bins, that's when that clothing is gone forever. I do like that Goodwill does give you basically two shots to try and get items and save items. However, thinking about all the clothing at the Goodwill bins I've seen that I know for a fact won't sell, and then the fact that it just gets thrown to the landfills after is crazy. I keep saying it's crazy, but it is. These facts are blowing my mind to know that The fashion industry has done a lot of damage to the world, but the fashion industry is so powerful. 
don't ever think that I, you know, hate fashion or whatever. It is so powerful because fashion allows you to express yourself to make money. A lot of people, whether you are a reseller or you are a boutique owner or you are a thrift shop owner or you are a vintage vintage store owner or you are an influencer or anything, you just purely love fashion. Fashion is an amazing way to express yourself, to express your shop, to express your business and an amazing thing that connects so many people across the world. Fashion is such a beautiful thing. But now knowing that three-fifths of clothing items will end up in the landfill within a year should go ahead and tell you that thrifting is an amazing opportunity for you to save these items from adding, being added to the landfill and being added to the many problems that are going on in the world. A lot of the clothing items are just as good have no problems, have no issues, and they get thrown into the landfill just because no one wants them at that time. And they don't get a second shot at a thrift store all the time. And to think that you can save these clothing items, therefore helping the world, is an amazing opportunity for you to take advantage of these spots that you know are doing something, they're doing something to give people a second chance at getting clothing. Just because the original owner of a clothing item who bought the item new did not like it doesn't mean someone else will like it. I mean, won't like it. By sending these items to the thrift store, allowing them to have a new home, then once you're done with it, you donating it again, allowing it to have a new home, keeping it active in the world, keeping it active in, you know, society, keeping it active when you wear it, Rather than ending it, terminating it by throwing it away, is such an amazing way to save the planet that we live on. Thinking about how a lot of these brands who mass produce, maybe if we keep shopping sustainably and if we keep thrifting, maybe they'll get the idea that maybe we don't need to sell as many items. Because I'll tell you one thing, when it comes to a business mindset, businesses always want to do what's best for them. But when you see a business that constantly overproduces, and especially these fast fashion places like Xi'an, like Romwe, like Forever 21, H&M, those types of fast fashion stores where you know they're being made in sweatshops and cheaper items that won't last long. If you stop buying from those places, rely on thrifting in your area, which is so much cheaper. You don't have to pay for shipping. Shipping adds to the world's issues by having these fuel emissions. You can help out substantially. And these different businesses will understand if their sales go down, They'll see, okay, it looks like the customers are actually thinking about or actually pursuing to shop sustainably. Therefore, we might need to change the ethics of our our company. With fast fashion, that involves a lot of child labor, a lot of child labor, a lot of underpaid labor, a lot of waste. And a lot of these companies don't see a reason to reduce if they're still selling just as many. They're still selling just as many, if not more. Why on earth would a company change the morals? Why would they change their ethics? 
And that's the thing. When we start hurting these big companies in their pockets by saying, if you do not give me a way to shop sustainably or to reduce and reuse fashion, then I won't participate. And that's exactly how we can start making a change on this planet. Because I can tell you now, the three-fifths of all clothing that will end up in the landfill within a year of being produced is talking about fast fashion. Because it's not talking about the production of sweatshirts from the 80s or the 90s. It's talking about fast fashion, which is made. And within a year, it is already thrown away because sometimes these fast fashion items are already broken, already ripped, already have a hole in it. Or the style is so up and down with a lot of the fast fashion items that people don't want it anymore. Or there's no value in having them at all go through a donation process because this top that you got from Romley isn't really worth anything. And that's one thing that I feel like we can all do better on. And the biggest way we can get these companies to do better, get these companies to listen to us, is by hurting them financially I mean it in the best way possible. So they'll learn the importance of shopping sustainably and of reducing and reusing fashion. Imagine how cool it would be if Nike would start reusing and recharging old Nike products and making shoes out of them. I honestly feel like that would do so well in today's market. And a lot of people just don't want to do that. They're fine with Nike keeping the prices that they have. But at the end of the day, if you look at thrift store prices and you compare it to new clothing of today, it's the same. It literally measures the same. You can get a vintage sweatshirt for $5 at your Goodwill, but you go to a fast fashion store. If you go to H&M and you get a sweatshirt, the sweatshirts are like $25 now. Some of them are even $30 at H&M. Same with Forever 21. The prices are no better. They're no better at these fast fashion places. So shopping sustainably can save you so much money, especially if you're a college student or you are a millennial or you're just a mom or a dad who have kids and you want to make sure they have what they need, but also you need what you need. And you like fashion? Going to these thrift stores where you can find unique items for a low cost, honestly lower than these same retail chain stores that exploit the world every single day benefits everyone in so many different ways. It's so crazy. It is so crazy that landfills end up being the final destination for a lot of clothing items that someone would actually love would actually love. I think about sometimes if I want to make myself um, upset, (laughs) I will think about all the clothing items, all the vintage crewnecks, all the Harley Davidson, all the Patagonias, all all the free people, all the Nike Air Force Ones that I could have missed out on because it was into a landfill. And I was at a random Goodwill bin in the nation and no one there wanted it. It just, it's crazy. It's so crazy to me. Besides talking about thrifting, there are many, many, many sustainable brands throughout the world. 
on many sustainable small businesses that I think you guys should definitely check out. What I'm going to do is shout out a couple for you guys. And yeah, these have nothing to do with thrifting. This is just about sustainability and protecting the world. So the first one that I wanted to shout out is good old Patagonia. <laughs> Everybody knows Patagonia is it's it's a really earthy outdoorsy brand and I really love it. I really do love it. Um Patagonia is such a nice brand and here's a fact, the clothing brand Patagonia was the first to make polyester fleece out of plastic bottles. If you wanted a reason to support Patagonia, or if you wanted a reason to bring Patagonia into your Poshmark closet, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Next, cotton, a popular material in clothing, requires high levels of water and pesticides, which includes, which causes, sorry, issues in developing countries. So cotton is a big thing that honestly hurts a lot of the climate crisis going on. So here's a couple of the brands that have cotton inspired t-shirts but are actually not made out of cotton. Here is one. It is called Happy Earth. The ethics of it is it is organic, ethically made, carbon neutral, and gives back. Happy Earth is built around protecting the planet. It sources sustainable and organic materials, uses recycled and recyclable packaging, and empowers its customers to give back in every purchase. Um, another brand that I wanted to shout out is called Pact. It is organic, G-O-T-S, certified, fair trade, and eco-friendly. If you are on the hunt for some super soft basics that are long-lasting, further no, look no further than Pact, a brand that sells organic clothing to everyone in the family. Another one that I wanted to shout out is called Girlfriend Collective. This one is so body positively friendly. This one is one of my favorites to look on their website. They are so aesthetically pleasing. Um, Girlfriend Collective uses its clothing um, from recycled materials, inclusive sizing, ethical work conditions, and fair wages, not to mention with sizes ranging from extra, extra small through six extra large. The brand offers bras, shorts, leggings, and tees made out of 100% recycled materials like old water bottles and fishing nets. <sighs> Girlfriend Collective is an amazing brand that I think you all should check out. Um, one more I just want to say is Rent the Runway. You might have heard of this. This is a brand that it doesn't have its own brand of clothing, but it is a app, I would say. I think it's an app or a website that basically allows you to rent the runway, <laughs> exactly as it sounds. Um, you get the opportunity to get specific clothing, clothing items for a short period of time, then you send it back, and other people get to reuse that clothing item. It's so sustainable. Only thing is the shipping. That's not so sustainable, but I do believe they use um, recyclable packaging, which is amazing, so keep that up. But yeah, this episode was going to be a little bit more opinion-based, and I hope you guys stuck with me and liked this episode. If you wanted any more to talk about sustainability and even debunking the whole thrift store gentrification thing, let me know. Again, 
Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I am so sorry that I didn't have the episode out last night, but it is here and you can expect to get my what sold this week at the end of the week, either Friday or Saturday. Thank you guys so much for listening. And this was Thrifting Ain't Easy.